Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Like a Pro with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum on 610 WTVN. And Ron, I am very excited because I feel like this show, more than anything, is the one destined in the stars. Because it is the collaboration of Grow Like a Pro and Together We Grow. It with- couldn't be any better, Adam. It could not be any better. <laughs> yeah, we are so happy to welcome Pam and Mike Roberts of Together We Grow. And we really appreciate you guys taking the time to... Tell us your story and tell about your community gardens and what you're doing for your community. And you guys just, I mean, Ron's, Ron went out and saw you guys, I think, what, a couple weeks ago or something? Last week. Last actually. week it was. Yeah. And I know he had a great meeting and he couldn't stop talking about how great it was. So I kind of want to just start by saying, how are you guys and why are you so awesome? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing really good. We're super excited to be here. And um, I'm not exactly sure why we're so awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we're doing an awesome thing for our community exactly yeah i mean that's that's what it's all about it's all about giving back and making a difference and you guys have been doing that for a while and one if if people are kind of unfamiliar with what a community garden is what is kind of like the elevator pitch for for what you guys do at together we grow elevator pitch yeah <laughs> all right so, well our, i can tell you about our very first garden we sure. moved into the uh, east side of newark in 2011 and there was a a piece of land right across the street from us. It was uh, two alleys kind of separated it. And it was used for people just to dump trash. And so Pam was able to get in touch with the owner of the property and he allowed us to start farming that. So that was our very first community garden. So I have some construction background. So I took out my uh, tools and measured and made sure everything was straight and parallel and right angles on all our uh, planting beds. And then we started digging, and the neighborhood kind of got together and said, what's going on here? So a number of the kids just came over and started helping and picked up a shovel, picked up a rake, and started taking ownership in the garden. And it just kind of grew the community. That's really great. Is, is there like a – do you guys have background in gardening at all? Like where did the idea kind of come from? I mean, it's a great idea. Did it just – was it something you've been wanting to do or you saw an opportunity and you were like, hey, why don't we uh, do something about this? It almost seems like – Gardening has skipped a generation because a number of people we talk to now say, hey, my grandmother or grandfather used to garden, but they never, almost never say my mom and dad have a garden. Yeah. So we fortunately had a garden at just about every home that we had, a vegetable garden and the perennials and flower gardens and things. So we just decided there's plenty of open space. Let's start a, a garden and bring people together. Yeah, we actually moved into our church's house and uh, they wanted us to get to know the people in the neighborhood. And so one of the things that they kind of thought would be a good idea would be to have a community garden. So we had meetings for about a year, and then we finally said, let's just see if the person across the street that owns that piece of property would be willing to do it. And so that's kind of where that started. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, it's really amazing. I mean, I I didn't know what to expect when I went to uh, Newark uh, last uh, week. And it was just, it was life-changing, really, for myself and my wife, Terry. We, Uh We left there thinking, gosh, these people have done so much for that community and just if you see where the, these gardens are located and, and everything that they're, that they're doing and thousands of, of uh, pounds of uh, vegetables and uh, just you know again it, it just was so eye-opening and I, I was just you know I appreciate how hard it is to do any kind of business but to do what you did in the inner city like that it's amazing thank you yeah and it's interesting because because it's i mean obviously it started as one community garden you guys do so much more now 
I mean, you do so much with, uh, you know, developmentally disabled community and you work with, mm -hmm. like you said, schools and the kids in the community. And I think you sell certain products to people and do all this stuff. So how was it like, I mean, when did you guys start saying, hey, this is something that could be sustainable? And what was kind of the first pivot you made to say, hey, we could do more? Well, I, the first year that we had that garden, um, like Mike said, uh, all the kids in the neighborhood came over and helped dig paths, and we started, uh, you know, giving them snacks and different things, you know, just it, so it, the community feel was really awesome. But one of the boys there in the neighborhood um, had a, two brothers who had uh, were in prison, and um, the the boys that live right next door to our church were ten and eleven, and and so. Uh, one the 10 year old broke into a gun store that's kind of how that and they and i ended up getting community service hours with him so that okay. was that was kind of one of the things that started it that it felt like wait this is more than just gardening but he one day um asked me why my husband and i don't hit each other and i just thought oh my goodness oh man i said you know everybody doesn't do that yeah and so i started realizing this could be an opportunity to mentor the kids in the neighborhood you know show them kind of a different way of life and then his brother was getting in all kinds of trouble his 11 year old brother and I said you're gonna if you end up in prison you're gonna break your mom's heart and he said at least I'll get three meals a day and so you know that was like a, that just sort of started the ball rolling you know it took kind of a nice idea and a good something that softened our community and you know it was a good thing for that community I just thought we've got to do this all over Newark yeah mm -hmm. and so we we started um, branching out into other gardens and we realized pretty quickly that we were going to need money to do that and so that was in 2012 and 13 and then in 2004 2014 we became a nonprofit. we so that was we were able to write grants then and you know uh, get donations from neighborhood people and from gotcha. individuals mm -hmm. who thought what we were doing was a good idea great and then how did you did you start approaching the schools or did the schools start approaching you or how did how did that whole thing get started i worked for mental health america before i i had these gardens i was a suicide prevention coordinator and i got to go into schools and talk about mental health and and uh suicide prevention and things like that and so the schools knew me already mm -hmm. and that's that's actually how i got to do community service with the one young man oh, because uh, the courts knew who we were too yeah from from my time with Mental Health America gotcha. and so we we um, I thought I, I love working with kids in the school and if we can't if I can't do it through going and talking about suicide pr prevention let's see if we can get gardens in the school yeah and because we worked with those kids in the neighborhood we knew that they were hungry right and we knew that they you know that they lived some of them lived in situations that weren't the best and so we decided that you know we wanted to just take this further you know and, and the schools was kind of a logical place to go yeah you know I don't think people well maybe today it's a little different but there are a lot of people that are kind of in a bubble and don't realize how many people do need to be helped uh, in terms of uh, food and mm -hmm. lodging and things like that there's a lot of homeless people in yeah. in Licking County where you're located and yeah. you know just the inner city getting the cooperation from people that you know are looking for you know the next uh, meal or and unfortunately I think drugs play a big role in, in those areas it's yes. not the most it's not the safest place to have a garden but mm -hmm. you know you've been able to overcome those challenges and uh, it took a little bit of time though the people uh, when we first moved there probably took a year for people in the neighborhood to 
really trust us. Oh, I'm sure. The, the kids were fine. They yeah. were, they could come over and they could get in this, you know, come and help us do things and paint with us and do things. And I think I always thought it was kind of amazing that people just let their kids come over to a complete stranger's oh, house. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Some, one of the little girls came into our house, you know, and she would just come in in her little bathing suit. And I th- I said to her one day, you need to be careful whose house you go in. You know, just, just right. be make sure you're being safe, you know. and, and uh, But we were, I think people recognized pretty quickly that we were a safe place for their kids to, to go and hang out. Yeah. So, so it's more than just, you know, growing. It's really... Yeah. Uh, the ability to make a, a big difference in a neighborhood or right. in a city. Yeah. And, you know, I was really impressed by the greenhouses and some of the things that uh, you're going to do. You know, Mike's, uh, he's obviously, you know, I'm a general contractor, but what I saw out there was pretty amazing. Somebody that was able to, to <laughs> yeah. do about anything. And uh, so do you, you still know, build all the gardens and I mean, to still help with all that kind of stuff? Is that? Yeah, we, we built a shed. We, well, I was uh, working with the greenhouse too. The greenhouse was one of our big first fundraisers. So Pam was able to raise, I think, almost $80,000 to construct a 24 oh, foot Look by 24 that. foot greenhouse. Yeah. And that's sitting at one of our schools, the Heritage Middle School. Great. So I was involved with that. And then we needed a shed because we decided to go with some solar power. Yeah, when we come back, you will talk about your visit from the governor. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh man. yeah, that was awesome. So, so yeah, make sure to stay tuned for that because there's so much more to come with Together We Grow and Grow Like a Pro, the match made in heaven on 610 WTVN. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro with Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum on 610 WTVN. And we are once again joined by Mike and Pam Roberts of Together We Grow Community Gardens. And as Ron so wonderfully teased last segment, there's some story about the governor coming to, uh, <laughs> I think, Together We Grow. And uh, let's let's hear about that. What, what, what's the story behind the governor's visit, as we like to say? Well, our, in our first conversation, we were talking about how we got started. And let me just kind of give you a quick update. This is what I write in grants all the time. So we currently now have seven community gardens uh, our first one just moved out of Newark and, and um, is now in Utica so we oh, have great. you know we have uh, we say we're in the county but we've only mm-hmm. been in Newark until this this previous and where year. are the gardens spread out around Newark is that kind of how it yeah works? they're they're in we, I try to situate them all in or strategically place all of them in lower income areas gotcha so people can you know a lot of the people that live in those neighborhoods don't have vehicles yeah. and so they're able to walk to the great. garden to work in it and how big is a garden? Like a they're all different. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, they're all different sizes. Um, so what we do is we rent garden beds to people for ten dollars for like a four by eight plot, mm-hmm. and that is basically to give people a sense of ownership. Um, if they can't afford it, they don't have to pay for it. But I mean, if I even get any kind of a, a hint that they are not able to afford that, we just give it to them. But they get a they get a four by eight plot. They get gar- they get seeds. Usually they get plants involved in that, you know, and thrown in there too. And and um, they get free water. And so that's what they get for the whole summer. And I tell them they can grow anything they want as long as it's legal. So there you go. So <laughs> we, no we seeds now, from China either. Right. right? No. Yeah. Yeah. We, doing that. Um, I actually ordered sweet potatoes this year, and I thought I was going to get sweet potatoes, and they came in little seeds. I'm like. From, from China. Oh, from China, yeah. 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 So we have seven community gardens. We have six school gardens. And by the end of, by by the time school starts this year, we should have gardens in all of the, the elementary schools in Newark City Schools. Great. And one, uh, a high tunnel and a greenhouse at one of the middle schools. And we're getting another high tunnel. Um, in our greenhouse, we have three programs. Here we grow gardens for adults with developmental disabilities. 
We have the Power of Plants, which is an educational program for kids from kindergarten through high school. And then we have the Victory Gardens for Veterans, which is a, a veterans get a free garden bed every year and they get a, a flag on their garden plot and a notoriety that they are, you know, we make sure everybody knows that they are veterans. So we, last year, or in 2018, I got a $35,000 grant from the EPA for um, to start a program called um, the Green Machine, and I bought three composters. And um, it, as soon as I got that grant and got the the composters, composters ordered, I fell down a set of stairs and broke my leg. And oh, so no. the whole everything I wrote in that grant was just kind of messed up. So in the spring, I got a call from the EPA, and they wanted to come and see our Earth Day pro, uh, project. And I was like, oh, I wasn't actually going to be able to do it. I hung up and then I called him back and I'm like, I can do anything in six weeks. So we went ahead and scheduled this thing. The head of the EPA came from uh, the first ever female head of the EPA in Ohio, came to the event. Lori Stevenson. Yes. And it involved three different schools and a lot of kids and they all made wonderful presentations. But right before we were getting ready to do it, I got a call from the governor's office and um, they decided that the governor wanted to come see this presentation also. So that was really Mike, 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 Mike DeWine. DeWine. Hey. Yes, I, I have in my mind Governor Rhodes from when I was a kid <laughs> in Columbus. Oh, I only yeah. called him that once yeah. while he was there. <laughs> yeah. But it was an awesome day, and it actually has been uh, kind of a real growth point for our company. Yeah, uh, The schools, they went from, I felt a little bit like I was bugging people trying to get more gardens in the schools to now they're like, we need a garden in every school and we need stuff in all the middle schools. You know, what are they going to do if they show up at a school and they hadn't, you know, at the next level and they didn't have a garden in their school. Yeah. So uh, that's been a real growth point for our company and funding has grown from that point from uh, spring of, ni- of 2019. So that's that's been kind of cool. And what's really great is it's outside. Yeah. So in the, in this day and age, you know, obviously we're still going to be careful, but being outside, you can do a lot more. And you know, kids need uh, projects. They need oh, yeah. to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. They need a lot today, and uh, they're in danger in a lot of different ways, and particularly inner city uh, always. So the, so the fact that you're able to help so many children and so many, especially at, at those early ages, I think that's just mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah, we just started a children's garden this year for kids two and a half to five years old. And we were meeting in the summertime. And then when our county went red, we decided that we probably shouldn't do face-to-face meetings. <laughs> One of the that's things we're planning this coming year is we're going to, um, we're going to start doing all of our power plant programs on YouTube videos and so uh, we're going to instead of the kids normally the kids come down the first day of school the first week of school and they all get to plant their gardens yeah and then we go over there and and help them maintain them for the first few months of school and then by the end of October all the crops are ready to harvest and then we have some kind of a tasting party but because well as of today we just found out Newark City Schools is going to be strictly online this year oh gotcha at least for the first half of the year right so what we're going to do is we're going to go plant the gardens for them and then we're going to do videos two a month for k through three and two a month for four five and six great and then we're going to go to each of their different gardens and so the kids this year actually will will be able to see the other schools gardens which i think is kind of cool yeah 
and we'll do something different at each of the gardens and show what's growing and um we're gonna also meet with people like next week we have an appointment with a lady who is um she collects monarch butterfly caterpillars and then she's going to um, show us in her house she has 53 uh, caterpillars that she's found so far and so we'll let her explain all about the monarchs and how they work and so those will be videos that the kids can you know they can just view on their own at home yeah or through their zoom class with their teacher that's great yeah you know grow again together we grow is a lot more than just obviously growing vegetables it is, i mean really. it's, yeah. a, it's and it's growing yeah. i mean you know so it, it's just again all these different programs uh you know can be duplicated and that's what's wonderful and that's mm -hmm. why i'm super super excited to help uh duplicate these programs yeah yeah and i think that's great too because you know especially that you're going to be starting to share these online and you can inspire other kids like oh they're growing that or that way or mm -hmm. just seeing how they're doing different things because everyone like gardening it can be a very personal experience and people bring a lot of their own stuff to it so i think it's it'll be cool to see what inspiration that springs from all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff yeah yeah one of our mottos is growing licking county one garden at a time that's great both through youtube we're going to be worldwide yeah so definitely be awesome definitely yeah. definitely and so and i did have a question about the gardens at the schools does that kind of go to the school lunches does it go to the families or like how does what well, happens there's when all never that? enough i mean we, oh, yeah, we, we grow nine garden beds at each school yeah and there's not really enough to feed like during lunches yeah but um what we said that they could do with that food i, I gave some suggestions on our on the little uh overview i just sent to the schools yeah they can either give it to some of the feeding programs in town like salvation army or the there's some different yes club or the boys and girls club they could give the food to gotcha or they can um harvest it and then let the kids sample it at lunch mm -hmm. they can um they could maybe make a cookbook about what they're growing in their gardens you know so that could be part of the curriculum yeah yeah so there's all kinds of different things that they can do great yeah i, I got a sample of uh some of the uh, vegetables when mm. I was on the tour, boy, were they good! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we got a zucchini. Essentially. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was a we good looking zucchini. Using. Those are big zucchinis. <laughs> yeah, we're still yeah. using them. I think yeah. one of the highlights of that day was the uh, Terry Storms, one of our veterans. She has been canning like crazy oh, all the wow. stuff in her gardens, and she made Christmas pickles that taste like we. She had some samples for us there. They, like, like apples. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they almost taste like candied, candied apples. apples. Yeah. Interesting. We're yeah. still eating them. Yeah, yeah. was that the cinnamon really, one? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. It was. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever tasted. But it was yeah, good. It was good. Yeah. I was like, no, it's, it's like really, a cinnamon pickle. It sure wasn't. Yeah. It sure, it didn't taste like a cucumber. Did no it? way. Wow. But it, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Somebody told me yesterday that they were canning watermelon rinds, and they taste just like pickles. Interesting. Yeah. That's true. And that's my dream is to be uh, canning pickles yeah I, it really is i did it for a long time i have a grandma my grandmother's recipe and i grew uh little cucumbers and uh i did it and it yeah. was it was great well i yeah. think i think you're getting one step closer because the basement doctor might be getting in the community garden business soon too so we're excited to well there's no maybe Adam. <laughs> it is so make sure you I'm stay tuned so you hear about how ron greenbaum is all in with community gardens when we return on grow like a pro on 610 wtvn Hello and welcome back to the third segment of Grow Like a Pro with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guests, Mike and Pam Roberts from Together We Grow Community Gardens. And 
this segment we're talking about you know luckily for us for for pam and mike too they've already inspired someone in this room and they've inspired me too but they inspired ron so much that he's getting into the community garden business and is going to do some great stuff hopefully you know all of us together doing some great stuff so ron why don't you just kind of take us through like what, what's your thought process and and what's the future like for the basement doctor and community gardens and well, people say dealing with me sometimes is like dealing with a fire hose because, <laughs> you know, I uh, I like to, I guess, dream big and not just dream, but I've been very fortunate in my life. I've been helped by a lot of people and it's philanthropy is, is really my, I think, you know, I, w- I want to have a meaningful life. I don't want to just have a life. I want to have a meaningful life. And I think my family is standing behind that. And I've been, you know, when when I talked, I've I've been disappointed now for most of the year because we haven't been able to grow. I've really wanted uh, to grow my own garden and some organic uh, vegetables for personally, but also for, I thought, you know, people at the company, things like that. And then through a circumstance, we got together with Together We Grow and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) they're doing this is this is the heaven smiling on me because it's, uh, you know, again, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. All we need to do is, you know, I have a 40 acre property that has a 10,000 square foot building with a kitchen. I have a pond. I've got, uh, again, fields that with topsoil, uh, things like that already. I just need their the help and of people that have already done it and the other thing we have is a little bit of money to help too which is (laughs) always helpful so instead of you know i mean grants are are fantastic and we'll talk a little bit about that but the fact that you know just like when you start a garden you start with a little seed i can seed certain things and then we can take it from there so it's going to be a campus really uh of all the different things and and Possibly, not possibly, but we're going to have a bakery. We're going to, again, help with uh, uh, just a number of things. We're going to feed and help a lot of people and train a lot of people on how to feed themselves and, and do things. So that, that's, again, I could talk forever like a fire hose, <laughs> but I won't. But I'm just going to tell you that this is going to be nothing short of amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, Pam and Mike, you guys have been doing this for so long, and I think it's so great to have you know, a partner like Ron, who's able to expand that even more. Cause yeah, like you said, it gets into another city. It exposes another community. It's just, it's like a butterfly effect. It keeps evolving, growing and growing and stuff like that. So it's, it's really exciting stuff. So I, I, I'd kind of like to hear from you guys about like, what do you see, you know, a bigger space and expanding into cities? Like, what does that look like for you? What, what is something that you've always wanted to do that maybe you haven't been able to do yet because of, you know, the limitations of stuff? Like what is, what is kind of the future of, your ideal community garden. We were just talking on the way over here too that a lot of people are interested in preserving their foods that they grow during the summer times oh, yeah. into the fall and into the winter. And somebody recommended uh, having a canning class or a preserving class, but we just don't have those facilities for that. So, right. So it'd be great to to have a facility that had a, a commercial kitchen that we could have classes. We can can, we can preserve, we can show people how to take the fruit and vegetables and turn it into breads and soups and all kinds of things. Yeah. Well, it just happened to have just bought a built 10,000 square foot building with a, a catering kitchen and stoves and, awesome. and a walk-in uh, refrigerator and, oh and we're ready to go. 
Yeah. Yeah. You said you were when you were at, at the tour the other day. You said this is like heaven. This is like you know <laughs> heaven came down on us. And I was thinking. I think I even said I feel exactly the same way because we have a lot of dreams, but we don't have the the resources to actually do it. Of I mean, we, you know, I can write a lot of grants, but you know, if we get a ten thousand dollar grant, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And we still need hundreds of thousands of dollars to really make happen what I would like to see happen. Of course. And, yeah. I, and I think, Mike, your idea, too, about, you know, classes and learning and then combined with what you guys are already starting with getting more on YouTube and teaching and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think that's a whole nother level because there's so many people who might want to Google, like, how do I garden or how do I get involved? Mm-hmm. And the more you grow and the more of a presence you guys are making in Newark and Reynoldsburg and beyond, I mean, that's just going to grow even more and help even more people outside of Ohio that obviously you wouldn't be able to reach otherwise. So that's helping grow, you know, not just the city or the state or the country, but maybe even people all around the world who are searching stuff. And I think that's what's really exciting about a garden that's growing like yours. I mean, you already have such a great foundation and expanding it more. And I think kind of bringing that next step could really, really make a lot of difference for a lot of people. So. It's really, it's really exciting stuff, and I think it's it's awesome what you guys are doing, and I look forward to seeing what's more. And I do kind of want to ask too, like, what is um, like if someone is inspired by this conversation and they want to start growing or you know starting to make a community garden or looking into or any maybe kind of nonprofit, yeah, or any yeah. kind of nonprofit. Do you have any any tips for people who are kind of starting or like what what have you found? are some of the most helpful things when trying to secure some money to to start some of this stuff because I know that could be the hardest stuff starting out at. It is. Um, I recently met with a friend who was talking about starting a nonprofit, and I just and it was just she gave me a document that just was very um, vague. Yeah. And I'm just thinking some of the things you really have to do is you have to know what your mission is, right? And then really um, investigate what's going on in your community, because maybe you know, like she had a lot of ideas that people are already doing in the community. Yeah. And so, you know, like really, really pinpoint what it is you want to accomplish. Think about it. Um, you know, when you have a board, you, you have to have people who, ha- or who um, have influence in the community on your board. Of course. You know, I, I kind of started out, my husband was the president of our board, and I had some people from our church and some people who, you know, are gardeners. And, you know, everybody came with some great ideas, but... You know, we couldn't make as much happen as, as I can now because I have people from corporations on my board now who have a lot of good financial connections. And, you know, that's that's important. And they're just as enthused. You yeah. know, that's that's part of it. You know, they're enthused, but they also have something they can do about it. Right. You know, they have a way that they can help in the thing that they're enthused about. Yeah. So, you know, those are a couple of things. I think um, when you're writing grants, you know, I, I learned how to write a grant when I worked at Mental Health America and I had practice doing it there. And then I've really learned a lot through different, um, like the Licking County Foundation has been very helpful in, in with grant writing classes and things like that. And so it's helped me to kind of hone that skill. Um, one of the things that I learned at one of their seminars is, you know, to be able to tell a good story. You know, you have to really like you know, and think like the, the children in our neighborhood who have who have made a big impact on us, you know, to be able to share that with other people in a grant is super important. Oh, of course. Because, you know, it makes an impact. I just got a grant the other day, um, and when it, he called me, I, I wrote a whole bunch of different things in the grant that I wanted money for. And he said, we normally don't do that. I said, I know, I was a little bit afraid that you weren't going to fund us. And he said, but you know what? The boy who said I can get three meals a day, even if I'm in prison... He said that made an impact on us. Yeah. 
and that's the reason you're getting this grant. I'm like, okay. And so, you know, you really have to be able to share that with other people. And you have to have a, you have to watch your reputation. You know, it it takes a long time to build up a good reputation in a community. And, you know, when I see people who, who do make dumb choices, you know, and, and it's like the, the further up you go, the further the fall. Yeah. And so you have to really think about what you're doing, see what kind of, um, you know, see, like when you post stuff on Facebook, you have to really think about what kind of, what am I doing to, you know, is that going to hurt what we're doing or is it going to, you know, help what we're doing? You know, it's interesting because, you know, I happen to own a, a marketing uh, company and um, Greenbaum Styers Marketing Group. And one of the things we do is reputation management. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, a very important. And, you know, that's that's the, the platform that, anybody needs whether a nonprofit or a regular for-profit company is the marketing and uh you know i think that that's a big uh, part of what uh we're going to do is Mm -hmm. get that word out and uh i I even have some dreams of getting uh together we grow across the country on pbs i happen to have some connections to do that (laughs) and i know it sounds like but i've actually talked to somebody already about it and uh, I have a, I underwrote a show once that's on PBS across the country, and uh, I think it's, this could be a great fit. Yeah, I mean that's that's like you said, that's what it's all about. I think Pam, you shared some really great insights, and I think it's like you know you could kind of compare it to a game of Jenga too. It's like you can build this great tower and everything, but one move like can bring it down instantly. Yeah. Like it's just you have to be very careful because you're you're not rep- you're representing yourself, you're representing a brand, you're representing your community, and there's so much to learn there. So I think that's very valuable information and. Unfortunately, we only have one segment left to talk to you wonderful people. We're going to talk about kind of the future of Together We Grow and how they can get involved. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN. Hello and welcome back to the final segment of Grow Like a Pro with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guests Mike and Pam Roberts of Together We Grow Community Gardens. And... It's Ron. I'm very sad that we have to end this conversation because, like I said at the beginning, Mike and Pam are just wonderful. Oh, <laughs> because, absolutely, you know, yeah. you couldn't. I mean, together we grow. I mean, think I know. About it. I'm telling you, grow, <laughs> you couldn't dream it. You really couldn't. Like I find that together we grow fits in so many circumstances. That, <clears throat> oh you know, my God, it's with perfect. All the different people that we're working with, you know, it's yeah, it's it'll important. be the title of your book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. That's good. Yeah, I, I like it. It's super important because we do grow when we work together. Yeah. And I think, so. you know, jumping off that topic, I think one of the most important parts of a company and growing together is the people. Because obviously mm-hmm. it's not just you two. There's mm-hmm. so many people surrounding you that have helped, you know, find the success you guys have found. And you guys have literally changed lives and changed communities and that can't be understated. So I kind of just want to give you guys a chance to talk about some of these people or like what, what helps make Together We Grow special too for everybody out there listening. Well, one of the good things that we get to do that I feel really privileged to be able to do is we get to work with um, juvenile court. We get and the kids who need to get community service hours. We work with Licking County Drug Court, and uh, the a lot of times the um, courts will let people work off their fines for at ten dollars an hour. And so you know that's how we've actually survived over the last oh, wow. eight or ten years. You know is is um, having people. Who need community service hours come and work with us so that's been that's a really awesome trade i always say i'm really sorry about your luck but yay for us we, <laughs> yeah, get, we get some labor yeah 
And one of the things that I often say when I do my presentations is that a lot of times people come there because they have to, and then they stay because they want to, oh. because it makes a huge difference in their lives. Yeah. There's actually chemicals, there's a chemical in soil that stimulates serotonin in the brain. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so, you know, it's very cathartic to be working in a garden and just feel like, um, you know, you're, you're contributing to the community, plus you just feel really good about growing little, you know, you put a seed in, little babies yeah. come up and all that. So <laughs> it just, it helps people. One of the people that um, has been, has had a huge life change has been my program director, Sarah. Uh, Sarah Thomas is her name, and she came to us from Job and Family Services, and she was... Um, she was living at the Salvation Army at the time with her little three-month-old baby girl, who is our little mascot now. <laughs> and um, Sarah had, you know, she'd made some life choices. She came from a great family, but she had made some life choices that really just messed her up. And and um, she, at that point, had just decided to move out of out of a circumstance she was living in, and she moved in by choice to the Salvation Army and decided that she would follow the rules. And um, she ended up in a rapid rehousing program, and they helped her. And so now she's just getting ready to get a Habitat for Humanity house. We just dedicated oh, it the other day, and oh, it's beautiful. So she's going to have her own house. And um, she started and uh, working in the gardens, and now she pretty much runs all the programs for me and, and gets to uh, go into the schools and talk to the kids. And uh, she just has made a massive life change. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is because of Together We Grow. And one of the things that I'm really proud of about her is that she just, uh, we, we've been getting funding from the United Way for the last two years, and she just received the Hope Award that was named after a guy in, in Newark who um, had a drug problem. And uh, he, because he was, he was a high school teacher, he had gotten in an accident or hurt his knee somehow, and he got addicted to painkillers and became a heroin addict. And, mm. and then he turned his whole life around. And so they gave, they give this Hope Award and so Sarah was the recipient oh, this man. year. That's great. Yeah. And she is like the epitome of hope. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, part of that I think is the le is leadership of your organization, oh, yeah. you know. That that's what influences people. She has a good good role models and uh, yeah. I think that again, that's what we try to do at all our mm -hmm. uh, family companies as well, but you you've done a fantastic job and you know, well, one of that, the things that comes from from some pain in our lives, you know, when we, 20 years ago, well, I grew up in an abusive situation as a child and, and I uh, had a lot of emotional issues and things through the years. But when, uh, 20 years ago, our daughter, Lisa was killed in a car accident. She was 20 years old and, you know, that just devastated us. And I ended up, um, I came very close to suicide and I, I ended up on, I went to my doctor first and he gave me some medication that really changed my life. And uh, you know, it's been 20 years and I've been depression free, which is a miracle because I know it doesn't really work that way for everybody, even with medication. But um, so that that actually gave me the end to work at uh, Mental Health America and be able to share my story with so many people. And it, it when I went there, I learned how to write grants. I learned how to, to you know, how a board operates. Um, and I, you know, I learned how the finances operate in a nonprofit. And so it's, you know, it's just, it's like a, a lot of the things in our lives, both of us, have 
happened, but we've, you know, that good things have come out yeah, of them. Yeah, you use them. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, life is all about ups and downs and pains. And it's and how every, you, everybody. Has yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. people can be the happiest person on the outside, but mm-hmm. there's always something they're fighting. Right. And yeah. I think it says so much about a char- someone's character and who they are by how they respond to those challenges. And you guys have, I mean, you've, you've literally probably saved so many lives that you probably don't even know about. I mean, you've changed so many lives. I mean, I know you guys have been through pain and been through all this kind of stuff, but you push forward and I mean, I know you, I mean, I can only It's a imagine. big inspiration. Yeah, for to so many people. people. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm inspired. I mean, I, I know all these listeners are inspired and I, I think that's what's so brilliant about what you guys are doing because you can see the impact, like the, the physical impact of the gardens and the people right. doing it, but you don't see the stuff outside, the families that are learning, the kids that, that are inspired, the schools, the people winning these awards. I mean, there's so much more that goes into it and why I think what you two are doing is just... I mean, I, I, it, it can't be commended enough. We bought a house about a year ago, and we moved out of the east side neighborhood. Yeah. And every time we're over there, people are like, we miss you guys so <laughs> oh, much sure. over here because you made such a difference in our community. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. we still have our gardens there, so right. we see them pretty often. But, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's, it's been a, an awesome growing yeah. experience yeah, for both of us. Yeah, makes the heart grow fonder, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it does. That's true. Well, that's what's a, new with Together We Yeah, have. yeah. What's, what does the future hold for you guys? Oh, we're so excited. Mike, Mike has always been put. he always, he said he's the brakes on this machine. <laughs> I've yeah, Ham's the dream and I have to slow her down sometimes. I said, we don't have enough time, we don't have enough money, yeah, we don't have enough go. people, so just wait a minute. It hasn't really slowed me down a whole lot, though, has it? No. It has not. No. Well, one of the things that I just wrote a grant for $300,000 that I so hope we get. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah. We want to start an aquaponics farm, which will, you know, if we get the, if we get this grant, we can get this building built in the, in the aquaponics set up. We can, we can produce about 200 heads of lettuce a day and oh, about man. 200 pounds of tilapia every three to four, five weeks. And That's so, fantastic. You know, the, we talked about the school gardens, yeah. and you know that that produces a little bit of food, and it gives kids, you know, motivation and and inspiration to maybe start their own gardens and to see that they can have some control over their their food insecurity. Right. But to have a, to have this set up would be just we would be able to feed so many people in Licking County, and I, I'm just super excited about that. So that's that's what my future. I, you know, I actually had a meal. Uh, with tilapia in Florida, we were involved with Moat uh, Research Center, my wife and I, and uh, some of uh, what they did in terms of fundraising and things mm-hmm. like that. So one of them was a lunch, and mm-hmm. boy, that the food was amazing. Everything was grown that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it was amazing. I think it's yeah. I think it's a great thing to get involved with, and I think to end the show, how can people get involved with Together We Grow? Like what? Mm-hmm. What if someone listening and is inspired and wants to? to make a difference and, and help you guys out. What, what can they do? Where can they go? Well, I would recommend that you go to our website, which is togetherwegrowgardens.org. Super easy. Um, and check us out and see what the opportunities are. You know, if you're local, we're always looking for volunteers. Yeah. We have a lot of companies that get, um, you know, that's kind of a thing these days where, you know, you have like a work day for your company and then go out and get paid while they go help the community. So yeah. we are always looking for work groups to come out. Um, you know, anybody has any kind of um, gardening knowledge, we'd love to have you come. We have uh, people come and volunteer with our Here We Grow Gardens program for adults with developmental disabilities. And we're always looking for people to help with those different um, programs that we run. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so yeah, just remember everyone, go check out togetherwegrowgardens.org and see all the incredible work because there's there's so much more that we couldn't even get to in this hour. Yeah. So they're doing so much great work. So, you know, Pam the and... The best is yet to come. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're that super is, That is very true. But yeah, I just... From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for what you've done and what you're going to continue to do. And, you know, at the short term, thank you for joining us for this hour thank and, you for and us. telling yeah. your story. Grow awesome. like a pro exactly. and together we grow. Yeah. We'll always we remember this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. The best show we've ever done. <laughs> exactly. So. And I look forward to having you guys back on to give us some more exciting updates. But, yeah, you know, thank you guys so much for joining us. Ron, thank you so much for joining Next me once Next week, again. we're going to have a great guest. Uh, it's an attorney that helps uh, nonprofits and works in the financial world and it's gonna be really interesting so yeah make sure to stay tuned for that because we got a lot more good stuff coming just like together we grow so thank you all so much for joining us this week on grow like a pro and we look forward to seeing you next week we hope you have a great day and or night and we will see you next time on 610 wtvn